My name is David Dove. I'm the architect for the Mount Pleasant Civic Centre. Uh, we've just walked inside and are standing in the lobby right now. One thing that I think we're really happy about is the amount of daylight that is uh, that bathes the space. That was a really important thing for us to both provide visibility throughout the community centre but also provide as much natural daylight into the space as possible. We want to reduce the amount of energy consumed to light the interior spaces. Uh, first of all, of course, natural daylight creates a much more comfortable environment, uh, but there's a significant amount of energy that is used just to turn on lights, and if you can provide natural daylight in, you're really going a long way to significantly reduce the amount of energy a building consumes. When you look past the elevator, you'll see three light tubes that run from the roof of the atrium down to the first level, the parking level, uh, simply to bring a little bit of natural daylight down to that level. The light tubes are, are an extruded aluminum tube that has a highly reflective surface on the inside and really allows daylight to hit the surface at the top and bounce all the way down. Uh, so even on a gray day, overcast day, you still get light through these tubes. Behind you, the west side of the atrium, there's glazing that goes up two more floors above you. Includes a number of aluminum, perforated aluminum sunshades, which allow daylight into the space, but uh, eliminate the, the significant heat of the sun through the summer. You'll also notice that they don't extend the same distance to the north in each case. Um, that was because we modeled the glazing and the sun path over the glazing, and we really limited the sunshades only to the areas where we needed sun protection. So we're going into the elevator, taking the elevator up to the third floor. From the third floor, you'll be able to exit out to a community garden area. Over half of the building's roof area is covered in some type of natural landscape or green roof. So we're standing now at the third floor roof garden. This area overlooks the child care facility to the south. And then also to the north, you can look down onto uh, private gardens, but also a public garden, which is at the north end of the gymnasium. This area is designed to uh, provide uh, a natural outdoor environment for neighborhood groups to come and enjoy. At one point um, in the future, it may also be used for uh, gardening plots that could be used by community groups. So the child care facility to the south, the landscaping is important to them. Some of the, the programs actually have paths that go through the planting at the south end of the site. This planting was selected both for its uh, ability to tolerate drought, but also uh, for the sound that is made when the, the wind runs through the leaves and provides a, a, a sensory experience for the young kids as they walk through those, those planted areas. In our projects, we want to provide as much green roof or planted roof as possible so that during a storm event, the building absorbs that moisture and holds onto it and then releases it into uh, drains over time, but at a much, much slower pace. If a building can accommodate the water that hits that site, uh, then the city over time can actually manage to grow without increasing its infrastructure. In this building, the green strategies are maybe a little more visible than they are in some others. The community center is, is not just the living room for the community, but it's also a facility which is meant to help educate the community in a number of different areas. And through the building architecture, we are trying to help educate the community with regards to the environment and what we can do to improve the environment through buildings.